Welcome to Slants and Rants, the home of hot takes, arguments, and the right opinion about your favorite team. Now, here are your hosts, CTD and Vega. Slants and Rants podcast back again, and ladies and gentlemen, we are seriously, seriously fighting through some scheduling issues as this NFL season kicks on. As always, I am your host, CTD, who was not here last week. Last week, it was my partner, Mr. Patrick Vega, and this week, it's another solo CTD episode because the scheduling is definitely getting hard. If For those who don't know... Um, I travel for my job, and so does Pat. I just got back from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, for my job, and Pat is right back on the road for his job. And so sometimes it's tough to really find a time that uh, we can both record, especially when you have a trip like I did to Edmonton where you have an entire day traveling. So two out of the days in the week are just completely gone. So that definitely makes things a lot harder. But we're still pumping out these podcasts because we're still making our predictions. Last week, I picked up a game on Patty V. It We both didn't have the best of weeks, but we didn't have the worst of weeks. Pat goes 8-5. and five, I go 9-4. and four. I'll run through some of the Week 7 games. It was, a, it was a weird week of football. I mean, there was definitely some good games, but there was a lot of, uh, a lot of big spreads this week. And... It definitely made for an interesting uh, week. Pat already already, uh, handled the Thursday night game where both of us had the Broncos winning and the Browns backups beat the Broncos, you know, leading to the Broncos' fourth straight loss. A game that Pat was spot on about, the Giants. You'd think it, it would be Sam Darnold and the Panthers riding the ship and the Giants, who have been struggling, come out and... They look good, and they beat the Panthers handily. I think the score doesn't show how close the game was. You see, twenty-five to three, and you think it was a you know you think it was a bit of a blowout, but it was a pretty close game the entire time. Giants pulled away late, but props to the Giants. You know, battling through injuries, still picking up a, a win, even when let's call a spade a spade. The media has given up on the Giants. I've given up on the Giants, as you should. They're two and five now. The Cowboys are walking away with that division. But the Giants have been a, a huge letdown this year. But a good home win for the Giants. Not going to spend too much time uh, dwelling on that game because at the end of the day, both those teams probably won't finish above 500. An absolute blowout happened. Again, the Jets and Patriots. Both of us picked the Patriots. We obviously expected the Pats to win. But my, oh my, the Jets. Talk about a letdown team. I mean, Zach Wilson gets hurt. And the Patriots punt the ball one time the entire game. I don't know if the Jets could have had a worse day against the Patriots. 54-13. to They got smoked. The Jets are bad. I mean, it's so bad that they really just traded for Joe Flacco to bring him back. I get it's only a six-round pick, but who would have thought that they'd be trading for Joe Flacco to have him back on the roster? That's how bad things have gotten uh, in MetLife for the gangrene. Moving on, the Tennessee Titans. Yes, they're still battling some injuries. Some guys, you know, Julio won't be playing this Sunday against the Colts, but they had a game against the Chiefs where, let's call it what it was, 
domination. The Chiefs are... Uh, they have to be the biggest letdown in the league. I, I don't know who else could be. I mean, yeah, they're 3-4. and four. They'll, they'll finish this season above 500, but I'm not convinced they win the division. And I'm for certain they're not the top two or three favorites to win it all. I mean, the defense... Yeah, the defense doesn't look great. It looks horrible, you know, to put it nicely. But the last two years, the Chiefs haven't had an amazing defense. The Chiefs haven't had a defense that just completely shuts teams down. The defense has been average to below average. But what's the difference? The offense isn't putting up 50 points anymore. The offense looks horrible. Mahomes is all over the place. Guys getting nearly concussed, throwing interceptions, Receivers are dropping passes that are leading to interceptions. You got Mahomes' mom tweeting that none of it's his fault. You got his brother doing TikToks on legendary players' numbers when they're being retired. I mean, it's it's just a dumpster fire right now in Kansas City. Now, it's crazy to call someone a dumpster fire when they're only a game below 500. But expectations are well below what they should be right now in Kansas City. I get Andy Reid had a little bit of a health scare earlier in the year, but seems to be fine. And he's coming off a well, it's, it's a tough situation with his son, uh, what happened right before the Super Bowl. Then it leads to a Super Bowl loss where the offense looks horrible. And now they've had a dreadful start to the season. I mean, they're the Raiders are 5-2 and two after their win against the Eagles, and the Chiefs Chiefs are two games behind the Raiders. Now, I think they can finish above the Raiders, but that's not the only team they're chasing. They're also chasing the Chargers, who were off this week. So it's that's just in their division. You look at the entire AFC, they got to chase down the Titans, who just absolutely destroyed them, and the Titans have their flaws on their own. They handled the Chiefs with ease. They got to catch up to the Bills. They got to catch up to the Bengals, to the, to the Ravens. Like The Chiefs, if you're a Chiefs fan... Should be worried. Now, I, I went on record. I picked them to be in the Super Bowl. I think I might have even picked them to win the Super Bowl. And it, it looked like a horrible pick, but that's what the majority of people were doing too. I don't think anyone expected this big of a letdown from Kansas City. But good old Andy Reid, I, I wish him well in his personal life. But when he's got stuff going on in his personal, personal life, never good. Uh, we move on. The Packers beat Washington football team. Also, the Packers give the Cardinals their first loss of the year on Thursday night football. Both Pat and I picked the Cardinals, but both of us picked the Packers to cover. So, although we both lost in the end of the day, we're both winners because we both saw the Packers covering this game. We knew that that the, the Packers are, weren't going to lose by, uh, I believe it was five and a half. We saw this being a close game. We said to each other, the Packers will cover, but the the Cardinals will win. And hey, we were we were half right. Falcons beat the Dolphins. Pat had the Dolphins, which surprised me. I thought for sure the Falcons were winning this game. The Dolphins, I mentioned earlier that the Chiefs are the biggest letdown of the year. The Dolphins have an argument. I mean, they won 10 games last year, but they didn't make the playoffs. They've already equaled their loss total from last year, this year, and we're only seven weeks in. So they have the same amount of losses in seven weeks that they did last year in 16 weeks. Not great. Not even the slightest bit of good if you are Brian Flores or Tua Tungavailoa. It is great 
for my Philadelphia Eagles because they have the Dolphins' first-round pick. The Falcons sneakily, they're not a good team, but they're they're better than those really bad teams. And I don't want to say I was wrong about them when the Eagles just absolutely destroyed them on opening night, but the Falcons are a better team than the Eagles. I mean, they're 3-3, three and three, the Eagles are 2-5. and five, But right now, I mean, the Falcons are beating the really bad teams, and the Eagles, I don't know if they could beat a JV football team right now. So the Falcons... You put them in the quarter, the the uh, the category, bad, but not that bad. So good for the Falcons at three and three. Might even go over five hundred uh, with their game this week. Shock of the week to me, the Cincinnati Bengals went into Baltimore, and oh my, oh my, that offense was clicking against the Ravens defense. Joe Burrow takes the Bengals into first place in the AFC and now defeats the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson, a 41-17 win. I don't want to toot my own horn, but you know I like doing it. Before the season started, free agency, right before the draft, I said the Bengals were making great moves in free agency. I wasn't crazy about their draft, so I sold a little bit of stock. I will admit that, but I was all over them in free agency and... Although their biggest move, Jamar Chase, is something I wasn't crazy about, has been, they were right. They were right in what they did because Jamar Chase easily is the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, that is. The guy's a stud. He's a star. And him and Burrow together, it's electric. It is probably up there in the top five most fun combinations to watch in the league, especially with the combinations of like, Mahomes and Hill just not being that exciting right now because everything's going wrong. Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase is much-watched TV. You must watch when the Bengals are on offense. Their defense isn't anything to to sniff at. Like they Their defense is, is pretty solid. But Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase it was proven in college and it's being proven in the NFL. A good, sneaky team that you got to assume they make the playoffs. I don't know if they make any noise. But 5-2, you, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt and think they're getting in there. The Lions were so close to beating the Rams. Jared Goff in his revenge game. They kept it close. They drive down. Goff's got a chance to take the lead late in the game. He throws an interception to Jalen Ramsey. Rams improved to 6-1. Lions fall to 0-7. Still looking for the first win of the year. The last winless team in the league. I'll say this about the Lions. I'm not crazy about Dan Campbell. But the Lions aren't a good team. And neither are the Philadelphia Eagles, who lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Eagles are actually two games better than the Lions, and they play each other this week. But I can tell you, anytime you watch the Lions and anytime you watch the Eagles, the Lions play for Dan Campbell. They play hard for him. They lose games because they're simply not good enough. And at the end of the day, as a fan, sometimes you just have to accept that fact. You look at the Lions roster and you look at the Rams roster, and the Lions have no business even being in a game with the Rams. They have no business even having a shot at winning at halftime. And they kept it close the entire game, had a lead for a majority of the game. They're running fake punts. They're running onside kicks. They're playing hard for Dan Campbell. I get they're 0-7, but at least they're 0-7 and they actually look like they care. The Eagles are 2-5 and and they're one of the softest teams I've ever watched. I love them. And I love a majority of the Eagles roster as, as players. But you can't convince me that the Lions don't look more positive every single week than the Eagles do. And the Eagles have two more wins than them. The Lions don't have a win, 
But you look at some of their losses. They barely lost to the Rams. They barely lost to the Ravens and probably shouldn't have lost to the Ravens because of the call. Yeah, they, they get smoked by the Bengals, and that's that's the only problem that the Lions are having. They're getting up for these really big games, and they're making them really close. And then the next week, they have a little bit of a letdown because they put so much into that into that huge game, and they fall short. But props to them. A team that people were saying could possibly be 0-17. BetMGM, I think it was, had them as the underdogs in every single game they were playing in. The only team in the NFL to have that. But they're in almost every game, and they are playing hard every single game. I know it's a stupid thing to say because you're in the NFL and everyone plays hard. Nope. You watch them, and you watch them compared to a team like the Texans, compared to a team like the Eagles. They play harder than teams that are better than them, and that's why they're in games. But 0-7, I have a sneaky suspicion that might change this week. Eagles, I just mentioned them before. They lose to the Raiders. Raiders improved to 5-2, and 2-0. After John Gruden, which maybe it's the roster isn't that bad. Maybe it's John Gruden had them playing right. I don't know. But even without Darren Waller, the the Eagles defense could not stop Derek Carr. He was lights out. Rumors that him, his agent, and the Raiders are talking about a potential extension. So that's huge news for the Raiders. It probably, I don't think there'll be any update on that until the offseason. But 5-2... Las Vegas Raiders, let's see if this year they can actually stay above water. These last few years, they've had these great starts, and then they've just fallen off a cliff. Cardinals mop the floor with the Texans 31-5, and then lose Thursday night to the Packers. A great game, crazy ending, but don't need to spend too much time on that. Bucks absolutely destroy the Chicago Bears, don't really need to spend more time on that. And then the Colts, I had them winning on Sunday Night Football. Pat had the 49ers. So a a good win for me, but also a good win for Pat. The Colts staying alive. Pat's got the Colts winning the uh, AFC South. So seeing some life from the Colts is definitely good if if you're someone like Pat who needs them to start putting together some wins. The Niners really banged up at the corner position, have a couple of injuries here and there. Not looking great at two and four for a team that was people were jumping all over as a as a like a number one seed, a Super Bowl contender. Tough to imagine them being anywhere near that right now. And then on Monday night football, the Saints beating the Seahawks uh, in Seattle. I think this is like the first time in God knows how long that the Seahawks have lost three in a row at home and they also have had under twenty points in like three straight games. Seahawks miss Russell Wilson bad, but even with Russell Wilson, they still were were underperforming. So my prediction of the Seahawks making the playoffs isn't looking great, but who knows uh, when Russell Wilson comes back. So let's move on to this week's predictions. Again, like I said, this is going to be a a shorter episode because it is CTD solo because good old Patty V and I's schedules just couldn't match up. But as we move on, we check the standings. I mentioned before, Pat went eight and five last week. I went nine and four. Pat's total now sixty-seven and forty at a sixty-three percent. I am seventy-two and thirty-five at a sixty-seven percent. Have a five-game lead on Pat, and I will let you know. There's about four games we have different this week, so Pat very well with a great week. If he sweeps the board this week, he could make up and have it 
be a one-game lead, which would be huge for Pat. So we'll run through things. We both have the cards. That's a loss. So not a great start for the week for either of us. Bengals, Jets, Bengals. Don't need to spend a lot of time on that one. Titans traveling to the Colts. No Leo Jones for the Titans. But the Titans are... They're fighting through injuries, but they're starting to click. I mean, they've they've now uh, gathered a couple good wins. I know the Bills probably should have won that game, but probably doesn't matter. Uh, you don't look on their on their record, and the Titans, it says 5-2, and two, and then... In brackets, uh, probably four and three. Nope, it says five and two. They got the win there. They handled the Chiefs. I have the Titans beating the Colts in Indianapolis. Pat has the Colts winning this game. If the Colts want any chance at winning this division, they got to win this game. Titans win. They improve to six and two. Colts fall to three and five. Decent lead for the Titans and would have two head-to-head matchup wins over the Colts. So this is. A must-win game for the Colts, but I think the Titans get it done, get it done on the road. Uh, Rams-Texans were both on the Rams. Steelers-Browns, Baker Mayfield seems to be playing this week. Both of us on the Browns. Eagles-Lions. Now, I'm going to make this pick, and I'm going to say that I will never, ever, 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 ever root against the Philadelphia Eagles Unless there's some serious implication that benefits me in some crazy way. I want the Eagles to win this football game more than anything. I hate watching them lose. Especially since they have the Dolphins first round pick. And the Dolphins are 1-6. So they're going to have a solid first round pick near the top. Eagles aren't going to be great. So that will be another decent first round pick. And then the Colts first round pick. Not going to be super high. But it will still be a first round pick. I think the Lions win this game. And Pat agrees. I think the Lions look at their schedule. They see how the Eagles are playing right now. And they genuinely believe they should be beating the Eagles. I truly think that. I think they look at their losses to the Rams, their losses to the Ravens. They're like, those were really good teams and we should have beaten them and we fell just short. We should beat the Eagles while we're at home. I truly think that. Now, I think the Eagles, if they were to win this game, It's because what I mentioned earlier, the Lions put so much into beating the Rams and trying to get that revenge win for Jared Goff that they come out flat the following week. So if the Eagles win, obviously no one's going to be surprised. The Lions are 0-7. I think the Eagles, if they win, it's because the Lions just come out flat. But if the Lions come out and play like they did last week for Dan Campbell, I think they beat the Eagles, and I think they should beat the Eagles if that's how they play. We move on, 49ers traveling to the Bears. Pat's got the Bears. I'm going Niners, a little bit of a risky pick in my opinion, but the Bears' offense looks dreadful. Matt Nagy tested positive for COVID, which honestly might be a good thing for the Bears not having him uh, calling the plays. Khalil Mack also out. I'm going Niners. I think this uh, this is a winnable game for them to for them to creep back closer to 500. Panthers traveling to the Falcons. Pat has the Panthers snapping their four-game losing streak while I am on the other end. I think the Falcons, I believe this would be a three-game winning streak for them or a four-game winning streak for them. Uh, I have the Falcons picking up a win at home against the Panthers. Uh, We move on. Dolphins-Bills, both of us on the Bills, would be great for another Dolphins loss for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Patriots traveling to the Chargers, both of us on the Chargers. Jaguars-Seahawks, both of us on the Seahawks. Broncos hosting Washington football team. I really wanted to pick the Washington football team because the Broncos have lost four in a a row, whatever. 
But Washington's defense is so bad, and Denver's defense is still decent. Like Their defense is still competitive. I think their defense can limit Washington's offense just enough and cause Taylor Heineke to have a few turnovers to where the Broncos can put up enough points and win this game. I think this is going to be an ugly game. I'm saying Broncos win like 20-17 to 17 or 17-14, something, 17-16. Something low scoring, something not great, but both of us on the Broncos at home. By the way, uh, Washington of recent, not great against teams that aren't in the NFC East. Bucks traveling to the Saints, both of us on the Bucks. Uh, that's the Saints are they're four and two. I think their record is better than what they really are. We move to Sunday night. We have the Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Now this is an interesting game because Dak Prescott may not play. He's got a calf injury. He just practiced, and apparently he was sore after practice. It's not looking great. We keep hearing about how oh they're they're trying to focus on the entire season, not just this one game. That being said, Pat has taken the Vikings. I'm going to take the Cowboys and hope that Dak plays. And if he doesn't, I just have to put all my hope in them running the ball 70 times and doing quick passes to their to their dynamic wide receivers and making big plays and their defense causing turnovers. One thing I will say about the Cowboys defense, which makes me want to pick the Vikings in this game, we're starting to think that their defense is better than it is because of it's it, how good it's been in turning the ball over. Their defense has been brutal in the amount of yards giving up, given up. They have not been great on on critical downs, but they've caused turnovers in every single game. So it makes you think their defense is better than it is. I'm not saying their defense is bad, but I'm saying right now they are relying too much on turnovers to keep that defense above water. If they don't cause turnovers, that defense is in big trouble. I'll go with the Cowboys, but I don't love it by any means. Then we go to Monday night, Giants-Chiefs in Kansas City. It really feels like this is a another game that the Giants can win. I mean, the, the Chiefs, it's just like anything that can go wrong right now for the Chiefs is going wrong. But both of us are on the Chiefs, in my opinion. Even if the Giants win this game, I can't go out and pick the Giants to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City and have the Chiefs win and then be, be like, what was I thinking? Of course the Chiefs beat the Giants in Kansas City. I would much rather pick the Chiefs, Giants get an upset win, and I say, ah, damn, the Giants upset the Chiefs. I would much rather live with that than betting on the Giants to have this upset win and, and then falling flat and not winning at all. So that's our week eight picks. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, please share, subscribe. Word of mouth is huge. We're so busy, it's tough to really spread this podcast. So the more you can share it, the better it helps us. Leave a review. Send it to your friends. Send it to your family. For Patty V, I'm CTD. This has been Slants and Rants. We will catch you guys next week. Here we go. Here we go. You've been listening to Slants and Rants with CTD and Vega. Please leave a like, rate, and review. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Slants Rants Pod. Until next time, don't forget to shake them.